Hello, my name is Dave Gonzalez, and I haven't read any of the books in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. I'm Joanna Robinson. I've read every book in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. And I'm Neil Miller, and I have also read all of those books. We are headed back to Westeros to cover the Game of Thrones spinoff series, House of the Dragon. We'll be answering your questions, so send us a raven at trialbycontent at gmail.com. Take some bread and salt and join us Thursdays on the Trial by Content feed. And don't worry, you're safe. The Reigns of Castamere hasn't even been written yet. This episode is brought to you by Duncan. Duncan just dropped a new kind of energy, and they call it sparked energy. Are you a spontaneous spirit who likes bringing a high-octane feel to the group chat? Grab a berry burst sparked energy. Love bringing that upbeat comedy vibe wherever you go? Turn the fun up to 11 with their peach sunshine flavor. Whatever your energy, Duncan's here to match it with a revitalizing burst of caffeine and full-on fruit flavors. Even better, a medium-sparked energy is $3 now through March 19th. Drop by and get sparked by Duncan. Sparked energy drinks are fruit-flavored, contain 0% fruit juice. Beverages contain caffeine from caffeine and guarana. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome into the Ringerverse. This is, of course, the Ringers Nexus podcast. Be for all things fandom. We are. Join me, the explainer at dinner on. You've got questions. He's got answers. We are. Steve, the architect, Almond, the builder of the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Old man Van, he of the receding hairline. We aren't. Coke baby Chuck. The brunch hottie. Brunch hottie. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys. Uh, I, I understood that reference. We're closing out the summer with hot boy brunches. I don't know if you guys heard, saw, heard the story or read the story on Twitter. But Chuck went to a brunch and he was dripping hot sauce all <laughs> down his body. He's talking about he's at brunch. And what did he say, Jomi, that he spilled hot sauce on him? Like the Cholula glass, uh, like the bottom like came out from under him and it just spilled all over his legs, all over his shorts. Yeah, he had, he had I had hot sauce running down my legs. Ooh, ooh, hot, hot brunch boy. The hot brunch boy. Coke Baby Chuck is not with us today. He is on vacation, but we are still known as uh, the Midnight Boys. What do you guys think about Running hot sauce down your legs. What do you guys think about that? Like as a practice? Yeah, you think that that's sexy? I'm going to go ahead and say no. I mean, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum in the bedroom or otherwise, but like not for me. No, you talking about the capsaicin like gets everywhere. And then now you just got like hot legs and you don't like spicy food. Yes, I do. It doesn't love me back, but I do. like. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like it messes with my tummy. 
So like I try to stay away because I, I, I do not like when my tummy gets messed up. I hate it. It's painful. Really? Yeah, it, it's it pain. It, it, it hurts. I don't like. Is it, is it the? Is, you're talking about the afterglow, like the, you're like when you eat high, spicy foods, it's nice, but like the consequences. People are like, "Oh my god, you're from Louisiana. How don't you like spicy food?" I mean, By the way, fine. it's not all of us. It's not like our food is spicy like that. Our food is a food is flavorful. Like you don't <laughs> eat a jambalaya that's like all spicy. I mean, we use the hot sauce, but even some of the hot sauce that we use besides Tabasco, it's not even hot. It just adds a little, you know, and a little mm-hmm. heat is fine. Yeah, but all of that, ah, I don't want to do that. Shout out to Sean over on Hot One. Shout out to the man, bro. Gramming, reminders. Yeah, uh, Thursday Minute Edition returns to give you their thoughts on the season premiere of She-Hulk. Wow. Min Edition's coming back. Season premiere of She-Hulk. What a great show. I've seen some of it. I loved it. I was able to watch episodes ahead because we don't have to cover it on the Midnight Boys. The Mitt Boys are holding true to the one episode at a time reaction uh, model. Which no means screener gate allegations here. No screener gate allegations. So they don't even know how good the fucking show is. Ha ha. Hope all the incels all get diarrhea from how good the show is. Incel time is not great to be an incel. Friday, the House of R is previewing the House of Dragon, which I have no interest in. I have to be honest with you guys. Jesus Christ. I, 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 I have to be honest with you guys. Let me tell you the things that I'm interested in. I'm interested in Mal. I'm interested in Joe. I'm interested in Ringiverse. I'm interested in AirPod. I had to be honest with Joe. Joe and I had a conversation. I am not at all interested in House of the Dragon. And I don't feel bad about it. I don't, I don't, like, I don't, I don't care. I know that a lot of people out there care. I don't care about the I heard, I heard that you were you were putting it on like a 10-day contract. Like you're gonna like see how it goes. But you, but it's on a short leash with you. It's not even on a short, it's not even on a short leash. I'll watch it, but I don't care. I'm I don't know why I don't care. I wish I did. <laughs> is it because of the way it ended, season eight? Nah, it's not because of that. It's because I gave it all to, uh, you know, I, I gave it all to Game of Thrones, man. It's like, it's not, I gave it all. I gave it. I gave, you know? It's not like Star Wars. Star Wars can make me keep giving. And also, I will tell you something like this. There's something that House of the Dragon and other things like this don't have for me that I'm sure for huge, huge fans of the source material that they might have. I spent my entire childhood wishing and wanting for more Star Wars and like suckling at the teat of Star Wars only to get back dryness. Like I, got, I was suckling at the teat of Star Wars and the only thing that would come out would be powdered milk, you know? And then all of the, then all of a sudden, boom, Phantom Menace, boom, prequels, boom, cartoons, boom. You know what I mean? All it's a renewed interest, so I, I have, I'm taking it all. Same thing with Marvel. I wanted movies so much, and they every once in a while, would you get Dolph Lundgren as Punisher? And so, even when I I, I can survive my disappointments because my childhood is fueling me, I don't have that same connection to to Game of Thrones. I know some people might, but I don't. So I gave to Game of Thrones, you know. And I don't know if I can have any more to give. I will watch the Jon Snow sequel trilogy if they have that, though. That's, uh, oh, man. Wow. (laughs) Interesting that you say that. 
that notoriously yeah. great idea that everybody's very excited for. I like I'm I hope it's all good. I really do. I'm just I'm I'm more of like, okay, I you know what? If Better Call Saul can prove me anything, it's that uh spin-off series can be just as good, if not maybe even better than the original. Mm. There's no way that you fucking think Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. I oh. it certainly isn't worse. Then it, cer- it certainly is right up there. You will be interested to know that there are a good contingent of people that exists in real life and on the internet that believe that Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. So stupid. God bless you guys. I, I appreciate your opinions. I don't mean to call you stupid, but you're fucking <laughs> dumb. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, this Sunday, Talk the Thrones is making its return with Chris Ryan, CR, CR Army. Shrink. That's the sound of them taking their swords out. Mm. Um, shrink. <laughs> shrink. Tuesday, House of R will give their deep dive for House of the Dragon. Did, did I make up a House of the Dragon song yet? I think it was like House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. House of the Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. My House gosh. of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the theme song. I'm, I, I'm isolating it. I'm like, I'm art. I've got a library of great sounds ready for House of the Dragon. So Tuesday, that's happening. Guys get into the dragon. The men boys are going to take us through She-Hulk. You guys have to listen to Men Edition. Take us through She-Hulk because I got to be honest with you guys. I think you guys are going to love She-Hulk, uh, especially the the ones of you guys that actually, you know, leave your homes and go out into the world and share community with women and other people that aren't like you. I think you're going to love She-Hulk. Uh, by the way, I'm straight up telling you right now, if you have too much bad stuff to say about She-Hulk, I'm going to be honest with you. It's because you're an insult. I'm sorry. I've watched She-Hulk. Oh I've enjoyed She-Hulk. If you have too big of a problem with the show, I look at you funny. It's, it's, it's unfair, but I say it. Uh, today's show, we're touching on all the best movie shows and fun bits of the summer that we've missed talking about. Okay? That's what we're going to do. Midnight Boys, we're going fishing, but we're going to a fishing hole that not a lot of people go to, that your dad tells you about, and all the fish are for you. All right? Um, some stuff that you guys have wanted us to talk about, too. We're going to do it right now. Uh, Steve, give me a, a very generic spoiler warning right here. We're getting ready to talk about the movies. You're listening to a reaction podcast. The spoilers are coming. Okay, let's talk about movies that we missed. The first movie is one of the best films that I have seen a year. And it is called R. 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 Have we all seen this film? Yes, we have. Yeah. Yes. Jomi, get your shit off. Man, let me tell you something. The gas was crazy on R, R, R. Gas was nuts. Everybody's like, yeah, Yo, you got to tap in. I was like, all right, for sure. I'm going to, you know, make a thing. Turn it on three hours. I was like, I don't know, man. Three hours? That's, that's a lot of movie. I enjoyed every single second. It was heat. It was so, <laughs> so good. It was so good. It's one of those, it, it was also like um, the movie Everywhere, Everything Everywhere All at Once, where like there was no possible way that that movie was oversold to me. Yeah. Where they're like, this is like probably one of the most insane, incredible things you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Don't be confused by this runtime. It's like very, like I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing for most of the film. There's, it's my first like real 
foray into Bali and Tollywood films. And boy, was this a great introduction. Like, Van, what was like the most surprising thing that you saw from this movie of the millions of things that were surprising? The movie was just knocking me on my goddamn socks. Okay. <sighs> it, it was just knocking. It, it, first of all, we should say the movie is directed by S.S. Rajamuli. Okay. Oh, guys, please give us some grace. I don't know how to say it, but I really enjoyed the movie. Okay. And I'll. Uh, it, the thing I watched the film and the film kept getting it was like this sublime emotional crazy trip it kept getting crazier okay it was it's crazy when he goes through all of the protesters to get the guy and brings Nuts. him back into the, so I'm like is this gonna end first of all he's getting the shit kicked out of him but yet he continues to figure out a way. It's crazy. He's fighting like a thousand men, a thousand Bonkers. people. Bonkers. It's cr- it's crazy when they're up against the, when he's when uh when your boy's up against the tiger, and when he's got to catch the tiger. That's crazy. Then I'm gonna tell you when the movie stole my heart. First of all, the bond between the two leads in the film, mm. best bromance of of all time. It's all the, time. It's, it's one of the it's, greatest bromances I've ever seen. I was so invested into what was going to happen to them, not knowing the competing agendas that they had. It was nuts. For as long as they were friends, it was really hard to not know that he was a police officer for that long of a time. Uh, he's not looking for it. I mean, Steve, that's... Look, this is how... I'm not going to find plot holes in RRR. I'm not, no, not going to punch he, holes in that. This is the difference. See, we're trusting, Steve. True. Me and Jomi. You, you're always looking for the angle. So you you probably are the type of person that like is looking around my house. Is there something illegal that Entirely I can call possible. the cops on? Well, it's it's that colonizer, you know, mentality. That's what it is. Like, you, like, very true. I have not once thought, is Jomi on the level? But I bet you've thought that about me. I bet you take pictures of your, my uh, my bathroom when you go to the bathroom. No, uh, no it's true. <laughs> pictures <laughs> but, of your bathroom? <laughs> like, what, was it, what's it, what's it, joint? what am I doing? Um, but no, it, it, they're friends for a very long time. It's the premise that the movie's based on. I remember I'm watching the dancing scene. Kalika thought I was watching a dance movie. How the fuck can they dance that well? Like, oh, I, like I gotta be honest with you. Bro, so bro, talented. So talented. They might be the two best dancers in the world, no cap. Like, they, they, they are going and, like, giving it. I kept it watching hard. the scene over and over and over again, trying to figure out who was moving better. And you cannot fucking, they are getting it. It's so much fucking fun the it's entire right. movie man Jesus it was, nu- it was nuts that that was the only one dance sequence in that entire movie because like it, it's it, the movie literally has everything that anybody could ever want from big movie making entertainment it has action it has romance it has comedy it has musical numbers it has dance numbers uh and it's it's like this Im- massive cavalcade of like incredible ideas and fun. Like I I don't think that I there was there was one moment I think when uh, like a musical sequence when he was uh, uh, he was uh, like being tortured being being whipped by his buddy after that and like he was singing and yeah. like this was after like I think in like hour like two and a half where like the movie has kind of like washed over me and like I'm like. Like I've I've believed it all. Like I can like fully immerse myself in it, and I was just getting so emotional 
that his mm-hmm. friend had to like beat him up like it, this. It, and he's it, singing beautifully. It was tough. By the way, I typically don't like a musical like that. The only musicals I really like in life are The Wiz and La La Land. I don't care what you guys say about La La Land. La La Land, amazing. I feel like we should get you on musicals, man. Those are very. Those are two very different musicals. La La Land affected me, but this okay. film with his musical elements just floored me. It worked perfectly. Who gives you action, dancing, heart? I gotta be honest with you. RRR was a filmmaking experience that I was privileged to watch. I felt I felt privileged to watch RRR. Truly. No bullshit. Love, love, love the movie. It's it's fitting that the the brunch hottie isn't here because it was the brunch hottie that 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 made me watch the movie. Is that you know his new nickname, brunch hottie Charles? Brunch hottie, yeah, it's brunch hottie. He's mm-hmm. the brunch hottie. He's, he's Meg the Stallion. That's his new nickname. <laughs> <laughs> who goes to who goes to brunch and wastes hot sauce all over himself? What the what? Who does that? Charles Holmes apparently. Um, so the movie had a seventy-two million dollar budget. Big budget. And the box office has been between $150 and $160 million. But that doesn't even begin to uh, scratch the surface about how much this movie is meant. Uh, there's Oscar buzz around this film. It is just an amazing, an amazing, an amazing film. I, be- I believe so. And I believe it was like rumored to be one of the most expensive Tollywood films ever made up to that point. Yeah, tell people, Steve, tell people what Tollywood is. Arjuna, you you, you literally were the one that told me this. Uh, it's like, it's the separate regions of India, correct? Arjuna, yeah, so it's the the biggest difference is the the language, right? So Bollywood movies are in Hindi and Tollywood movies are in Telugu. Right. Mm. So one of the other stars of the movie, N.T. Ramarao Jr., comes from uh, a very prominent family of performers. Is this not true, Arjuna? I believe that is correct. Okay, you don't know. Okay, uh, that, 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 that was, uh, that was RRR. Uh, love that film. Hope one day at our year, year in podcast to really break down how much the film meant. And maybe there'll be some, some buzz around it then in terms of uh, what the award season is going to bring to it. But I think it's going to be a big player in the award season. I think this film, in many ways, is going to be the Tollywood version of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon which means it's going to be the film that actually uh, crosses over into the American audiences and opens it up and gets a lot of fanfare over here um, the, for the entire day because it was just a fantastic movie. It's a gateway movie. Like, I want to check out more of these movies now. Like, there, this is an entire world of movies that, like, I am not privy to. These movies. <laughs> I think this movie is going to do for me what Parasite did for me back in 2019, 2020 when I locked that one and I was like, hey, man, these uh, you know, um, these Korean films, Kit, you know, then you Get watch you on Train, the Bong Joon Ho tip. You're right. And then you watch Train to Busan yeah. and you, you know, you stay locked in. So all right, man, this is this is just the beginning. I'm, I'm I wanna ready. I wanna Tapped address in. the Train to Busan discourse over me and Sean's episode of the Big Pit. <laughs> mm. Oh, your bullet train episode? Bullet train episode where it wasn't mentioned. Players fuck up sometimes too, man. That's all I gotta say. You know, I on the higher learning, we did our top five athletes, and I forgot Muhammad Ali. Who was your top? Who was in your top five outside of Muhammad Ali? So this was the top five, and I was trying to. This is what happens when you try too hard to be woke, right? So I said Serena Williams, 
Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, and I Nasty. wanted to and I Ooh. wanted to give Tom Brady has to be in there, guys. Not Fucking okay. seven all right, Super all right. Bowl. We're not, not for gonna, me. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. Seven Super Bowls, guys. Not for me. I, 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 I get it. Seven, I get it. seven eight, Super Bowls. Nine, 10, 12, 40. Seven Super Bowls is OD. I'm a okay. hater, man. Like, so, so I was trying hard to get another white guy in there. So I said Wayne Gretzky. Obviously, Ali is probably number one or two on the list. And I forgot because I was trying too hard. It happens on the podcast. It's me true. and Sean, play us fuck up. This episode is brought to you by Duncan. Duncan just dropped a new kind of energy, and they call it sparked energy. Are you a spontaneous spirit who likes bringing a high-octane feel to the group chat? Grab a Berry Burst sparked energy. Love bringing that upbeat comedy vibe wherever you go? Turn the fun up to 11 with their peach sunshine flavor. Whatever your energy, Duncan's here to match it with a revitalizing burst of caffeine and full-on fruit flavors. Even better? A medium sparked energy is $3 now through March 19th. Drop by and get sparked by Duncan. Sparked energy drinks are fruit flavored. Contains 0% fruit juice. Beverages contain caffeine from caffeine and guarana. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. All right, next movie. Uh, <laughs> the best Predator movie ever made, Prey. Wow. Right, right out the gate. In, in your heart, you know it's true. I mean, uh, like... I. <sighs> It's again, like it's as good, if not better, than the first Predator movie. Like that's the thing. Like it's the, the bar is like first Predator movie, and then whatever you choose next is right there with Prey. Uh, Prey's amazing. It's Prey's great. fantastic movie. It's the story of the Predator coming back to olden times, um, and it's just wild to be a Comanche at that time, right? Because you got Steve's people and aliens. Nuts. I mean, I'm not French, but yeah. And aliens. You're not French. Come on, I'm not Steve. French. You're not French, but this wasn't just the French. It was everybody. I know, yeah, it was everybody. No. But no, it's no, it's a, Steve. It's a why are you taking Steve? Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. First of my, all, my God. First of all, Steve, you don't have to feel responsible for that. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Steve legitimately is such a... I want to take time out right I've been, now. I've been really, I've been really like, I'm on edge since NABJ. NABJ really did a number on me. I, I was like, all right. I want to take time out right now. First of all. In earshot of everyone to tell you guys what a fucking amazing person <laughs> Steve is. What an Shut amazing up. guy. What a fucking A number one stand up. Fantastic! No more Steve jokes. Steve actually <laughs> felt bad. What? That's so fucking. Steve, you don't have Steve. Like, Steve actually felt bad. <laughs> I'm just fucking. It was tough. I don't want to be a predator. I'm like, no, a predator. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> I love you so much, bro. You're you're an amazing producer, an oh, amazing friend, you. an amazing ally. Steve, I'm not gonna fuck with Steve no more. Steve actually was like, yeah, whatever. It's not, dog. You didn't. You're cool, bro. It's like, all good. So, it's all um, good, man. Like, uh, it's so funny. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, Jomi, what did you think? See, this is the one, one, the one film on the list I haven't seen yet. I've been, okay, I've been, cool. Oh, you got to tap in. I just tap in right now. Listen, everybody's been, you know, s- s- preaching the gospel. Uh, you know, people are like, you got to watch the Comanche cut with the with the or the Comanche dub or this and that. You know, but I've been I've been locked in on you know other things. You know, it's, it's busy times around here. But trust, trust me. Like I got, I got to tap into prey. I got to tap the, in. 
I, I think it's so good because it's so simple. And I think that's what made the first Predator movie so good. And what and it's what makes this so good. Question. Does, does somebody say they got to get to the chopper? No. Uh, I mean, choppers don't exist in mm, the 1700s. That's so true. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I love the early look of the Predator. Like it's like wearing like that skull on its face. And it has like, and it's all practical effects. Like that's a real like makeup effect of the real yeah. Predator. It looks so, so amazing. Uh, directed by Dan Trachtenberg, director of 110 Cloverfield Lane. Fucking rock solid movie. 10 Cloverfield uh, Lane is great. Yeah. It's a fantastic film. 10, 10 Cloverfield Lane uh, was just, it was a movie that to me, I think is a little bit underrated. I would agree. I would agree. It gets would agree. a little wonky at the end. And she destroys an alien ship. It's okay. The, it, that's okay. It, well, respect Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I respect her. I respect her. By the way, no spoiler warning for Tim Cloverfield Lane because the mm-hmm. shit came out <laughs> the same year Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine were in a dunk contest together. I'm not fucking. Wow. I'm not. Wow. I'm not. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking with y'all on that shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tim Cloverfield Lane, amazing. And I think just like Tim Cloverfield Lane, this movie's pacing is absolutely perfect. I think that's the thing about a Predator movie that's probably harder to do because um, <clears throat> in this particular film, the journey that it follows, and I'm not going to ruin it for Jomi or the rest of the people that haven't seen it, you have to you have to uh, sort of pepper the movie with other things to keep the, 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 the viewer enthralled in the energy of the story because the Predator's there trying to figure something out. And at the same time... Uh, our young Comanche warrior is trying to figure something out about herself. Everybody else in the film feels like they know everything. The only two characters in the movie that seem like there's in that, that they're trying to figure out they're they're on a mission are the predator and our 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 young warrior, uh, warrior played yes, by Naru. Uh, Naru. Amber Midhunter. Amber Midhunter, who's gonna be a fucking star. Oh yes. No, she's she's absolutely gonna blow up. No, I what I've loved about Trachtenberg uh especially from Ted Cloverfield Lane and even the shorts that he's directed is that he knows exactly like what he's trying to do for the first, like from the jump, like he directs with uh, the utmost confidence. Uh, what drove me to great, like acclaim for 10 Cloverfield Lane. And as well as this is like, if it feels like a really good blown up version of a twilight zone episode, you've got me like, it's a perfect premise and it's a perfect premise for the predator because we can assume that this is probably one of the first predators to ever land on earth. And not sure like, about that. I don't not sure, but it's like, but it, it's like at least for this predator because it's like learning about like the the that wilderness predator, and the animals, right? Because she's learning about. But when she says, "I've me and my brother have been going back and forth," because when she says that it it resembles a thunderbird, it almost makes me feel like those that the they've been trying to come here been, before. Yeah, but you can yeah. tell by the way he's messing with the different animals and all that. I'm not gonna. Ruin it for Jones. Jones, no, you wait. gotta watch it. By the way, got, quick, no, quick watch, Jones. One thirty nine. One thirty nine. Not, 39. Bad. not tight, bad. Tight ninety. Doug. Mm-hmm. So you said the extra name Amber Mid Thunder. I'm like hitting the Google because that name sounds familiar. Legion. Legion. Mm-hmm. That was that's that's the homie from Legion. Off oh, show, sure, got to tap in now. Yeah, sure. no, no, no. she's she's amazing. For she's sure, great. She's got in. big things coming on the horizon. We oh, will God. see her in an X Men movie for sure. Yeah. All right, next film up on the list is Nope. Have we all seen it? I have yeah. not, but spoil away. Jummy? I, I tapped in opening weekend. Your thoughts? I liked it. I thought that it was not as great as Get Out, which 
is a hard bar to clear. But also, you know, much more enjoyable, much more understanding, much more flowing than us. So if I had to give, you know, a like nice little ranking, it's like Jordan Peele is two for three right now. And he's 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 on a good run. Like nope was I wouldn't yeah, it's like a return to form. Like what we what can expect from Jordan Peele. If if that's what he's giving us going forward, I'm rocking with it. I'm good. Okay. Nope is not a bad movie, but I did not like it. Give me a did not like it. Oh nah. man. Come on. Nope man. is not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Jordan Peele is a good filmmaker, it makes good films of good quality. Not only do I not like Nope. It's films like Nope that stretch my patience with people. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I'll what? be honest with you. And I think, a, I think a lot of people that liked this movie are lying to themselves. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, that you are, Jomi. I trust you, Jomi. I trust you, Jomi. Jomi, Jomi. Bruh, nobody's going to say that Jomi liked something that he didn't really like. You cape for the weirdest things. <laughs> so if you say you liked it, you fucking liked it. Because yeah. you're willing to be the only guy in the room. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a film that a lot of people want to like because Jordan Peele is such a visionary filmmaker. Um, and he is. And he's absolutely one of the... Uh, I just don't understand how he could be that good of a director. However, this movie thematically, this movie in terms of what it uh, what it's attempting to do, there's just a lot in it not to like. There's a lot in it for me to scratch my head at and be like, huh. There's a lot of things I don't want to ruin anything for Steve in the film that I'm like, it just, it seems like it, it, there's too much of the movie seems like treading water, you know, mm-hmm. you, 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 for, for me personally. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, I think that there's a lot of reputation and look, it's just hard to make a, a lot of reputation is involved in people's perception of the movie. It's hard to make a, a movie that's not worth watching with Daniel Kaluuya Kiki Palmer, Jordan Peele. It's just hard. You can't it's, You can't do it, Stephen Young. You can't do it, right? Those talents together are going to make a movie that's at least worth watching. But as far as whether or not this movie, whether or not I liked it, I didn't. Like, not, not really, you know? I mean, that's completely fair. There were there are scenes that, like, stick in my head. Like, when the, you know, the first time you think uh, Daniel Kulilis character is getting got by aliens. There's, like, Don't ruin little, it for Steve! Okay, well, here, here's what I here's what I will ask because having seen Nope or, or having having seen uh, Us and Get Out, what do you think is like Jordan Peele's bag given these three movies now? Like, what is what is he best at, and what does he still feel like he might need to improve on given the like his three movies? I, I'm in no position professionally to tell Jordan Peele what he has. He's just a, he's just a <laughs> okay, sublime talent. But I, what I will say is, uh, there's an M Night thing going on here. Uh, see, oh, now you're now you talking reckless. Now I'm you're talking out about. Yes, I mean, you I'm are. Interested, I'm interested to see what you what you think here. That's not there's even a, true. There's an M Night thing going on. Here. That's nuts. The M Night thing that happens here is directors of this genre sometimes having their movies be crushed under the weight of their own ambitions. The when at at at, at his best, he has a clear narrative. He looks at a target. He, sh- he 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 hits the target. The thing about Get Out that was uh, that was revolutionary is we had no clue what was going on. It was completely novel, right? What was happening? So the expectations in the movie were subverted by the fact that every single scene had intrigue in it, just on its own. You see somebody running in the middle of the night. You're like, why? You see, like you see a a, a maid 
a tear dropping down in her eye. You see her taking the, you're like, why? See the teacup situation, you're like, why, 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 why? So the entire movie, not only are you freaked out by what's happening on the screen, but also the intrigue that is surrounding this set of events also has you uh, uh, caught up in, in a, a certain type of rapture. You can't do that every movie. Like, it, like for, for a movie where we all know that it's an alien movie, where we're going in there waiting for the alien. So the reveal of the alien is going to be, it's not going to be like that at all. And to, to, to use that same pacing or approach that same type of device or come at it from the, the lens of a twist, you're kind of hampering yourself a little bit. Now, I'm not saying that the movie fails because of that. I'm just saying that like what ended up happening with M. Night Shyamalan was every single thing that he did ended up being this high concept commentary on blah, 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 blah. And sometimes the movie part of it, people got lost in. And, you know, you look at Sixth Sense, which is which is a very tight, compact movie, even science, tight, compact movie. And then after a while... You get you become a bigger director, and you have to compromise less, and pe- less people have a say in what it is that you're doing, and audiences are leaving your movies scratching their heads. Right, because we because we also like in a in a small way expect or want like another Unbreakable or another Sixth Sense or another uh, Signs when you're kind of just doing this slightly different thing, but we just really want this other thing. Like M Night Shyamalan has made like some surprisingly interesting movies in the time that he's like, since his quote unquote heyday, but it's never like held a candle to like the stuff that like he's done in the, in that, in the past. Yeah. And that's okay. But I'm not even talking about that. Like he, M. Night Shyamalan has been able to come back and show that he's the man. Like he yeah, makes he's a movies. Very, yeah. Yeah. Very the, talented director. Yeah. Like the, the man. But what I'm saying is when I'm, when I'm watching Nope, I realize like, it's like as, it's the type of movie that people go, well, you didn't realize what he was trying to say. Therefore, you, like, the movie was lost on you. That's not why you go to the movies. Like, I I do realize what he was trying to say. I absolutely do get what he was trying to say. That has nothing to do with whether or not I felt like the film worked or not. It doesn't. I get, I get the, I get the, 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 I'm talking too much. Jomi, what do you got? Listen, like, the, and me and M. Night Shyamalan got beef forever for what he did to The Last Airbender. So the fact that you would even grace Jordan Peele's name and say that in the same breath was, you know, just shocking. And dare I say, just disappointing to to hear. Man, that's that's tough. Don't do that to my guy. But I mean, to your point, though, I think, you know, there was a lot of... You know, that's why it's not, you can't, I mean, you can't do get out all the time. It's just not, you can't come out every day, every day and pitch a perfect game, right? It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, we shouldn't. Yeah, it's not fair. But I think that Nope, you know, got to a, was at a place where I wasn't like all like confused after like I left us or like, you know, just like, I won't say despondent, but I, I left, I left us like in a weird, like, Whoa, what, what the heck was that? Whereas in Nope, <laughs> I, I I got it. I was like, okay, like I, I kind of see what's happening here with the whole thing. Again, not to spoil it for Steve, but like there was there was something there that I understood that I you know really got out of Get Out, and I didn't get out of Us. So ultimately, I felt like this was a success. Okay, uh, let's move on to TGM. TGM. Uh 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 uh. uh. 
Top Gun Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> movie of the summer. Guys, movie of the summer. It's not even close. Like, I, you know me, man. I'm not really here for the the military propaganda. You know, military industrial complex. Not really doing it for me, man. I left this. I left this film. I was like, where's like if where's my next Navy? Where's the, where, where do I sign up for the Navy, bro? How do I? To, how do I get? I got on you about to join flying, the bro. Navy, Joe. Dog. Top Gun Maverick is special, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. We've all seen it here, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Tapped in. The la- that last scene when they all leave the 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 the, the ship to the end of the film. I was I was at the edge of my seat mm. the whole time, the whole way. When it's, when they go inverted over the mountain, like when right. they and they just disappear, that's cinema right there. That's magic. You don't get that every day. You don't get that every year. Only once every ten years do you get a filmmaking moment like that. Talk and that was shit, Top Gun Maverick. Special film. Special film. Um, loved it. I heard it was good. Joe said it was good. I trust Joe. And so I, I had expectations going in. And it's very rare that a movie that you have expectations for lives up to those expectations or even exceeds them. Like RRR is probably my film of the year. Uh, so no, I can't say what my film of the year is because then you got everything everywhere, everything everywhere all at once. Oh, you've, you seen, that, you've seen that too? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, we're talking about that too. It, uh, it's just, I, I, the fucking movie is just great. It, it was amazing. It was. It managed to eclipse the original Top Gun. Uh, brash new characters. It did not become a melodrama of its former self. It didn't added a new dimension to a character that was sixty years old. Man, it's uh, put took him on a new journey. You know, it's just nuts. Never. I mean, I had the same thing. We we got out of Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, and we were talking to. Uh, Sean Fennessy and Chris Ryan and you know we see a Top Gun poster and they were like you know I forget who asked I was like is this movie good they're like guys movie's, movie's great yeah I was like Sean Fennessy and Chris Ryan says great is great I, I again I gotta tell you a story actually I go see it I think Memorial Day Memorial Day night the first one I see the IMAX right again I'm on cloud nine it's the best thing I've ever seen I'm living my best life I'm like wow this is great you're the best. I go. I first thing I do after leaving Top Gun Maverick, I put this. I put my Spotify on. I turn on Danger Zone. Got to. <laughs> and I'm leaving the theater. Danger Zone on, bro. And I'm like, bro, I'm on. I'm on cloud nine. I'm mm-hmm. top of the world. I look. I look in the my rearview mirror. <laughs> Lights. And I'm in my head. I'm thinking, oh, bro. I, I, bro, I, I had like I had to be doing like, you know, I wasn't going too crazy. It's like, was I speed? I you might have been zone. in the danger zone, though. You might have been in the danger zone. <laughs> you know, I pull over to the to Carl's Jr. parking lot. I'm like, I got got. Bro. It's my fault. I was I was too high on my own supply. Movie got me. Saw me. Dude, come sheriff comes to my window. Hey, man, drink it tonight? No, nah, man, I just left the theater. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, your lights were off. And so. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend. Lights we gotta be off. careful. And I was like, "Yo, I was like, what? All that for this?" For this? Funny. I mean, your lights were off. They like, were off. You could have, but you, you could have just been like, "Hey, man, turn your lights off." I'm like, "All right, for sure. Thanks, officer. 
have what's a nice funny, day. Like flash the bright side on you. Be like, what's hey, funny you like- is that Jomi would be the guy to think that he was being a badass speeding. <laughs> Lights off. With dangers on was he was just I going thirty. I, was, I for sure wasn't paying attention. He's going forty miles an hour with his lights off. He was forty to forty-five. <laughs> for sure, thought I was cooked. I used to take lights off, check my registration, my license. Like I have a nice night. I got home. I played the song, bro. I wasn't even like seventy-five seconds into the song when I got pulled over. I was, just too excited. You got I was too, too excited. excited. I got too excited. Nah, but man, I tell you, I went to see it a second time. Felt the same way again in theaters. I'm going to go see the third. It's back in theaters. Um, I think either last week or this week is, is coming back. So I need to tap back in. And then as soon as it's on, uh, you know, DVD, Blu-ray, I'm, I'm picking it up. I need, I need it in my life, bro. What a special film. How hard did you cry when they brought out Val Kilmer? I didn't, I didn't cry when they brought him out. But, you know, when he, he rest in peace, it was, it was tough. I ain't going to hold oh. you. It was tough because because you knew that was coming right with the text and then he sees him and then like you know the first thing uh, his wife says to Mav is yeah it came back I'm like ah they gonna they gonna get my man my man out of here man it's, it's on the way and then to see you know see Mav put the wings in the coffin oh. you know, after after all they went through in the first Top Gun coming friends it's it's hard man but then the next literally the next scene is him. Flying the man, you know, it's it's great, bro. Just it's fantastic. Like I can't say enough how much I love this movie. Really good stuff. I don't care if it's propaganda. I'm in. You're into it. I'm into it. You let I'm it. in. I'm locked in. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kids' education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC Pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, bro, from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. That's tough. I never saw it. Well, I, I just wanted Joe me to, you know, do a windmill dunk on this movie real quick. So here's what, so here's what's great, right? Because Steve was there. So we went to see Lightyear. Um, the Ringiverse crew. It was me. This was the, this was the wildest thing that I think Jomi's ever done voluntarily for the sake of time. It was it was me, Steve, uh, Arjuna, Sahara, Adam, and Mallory, and we go see Lightyear. You know, for because um, we're covering our mint edition, and it was cool. And I had plans in LA at like five, and this was around like 
like maybe like one. I was like, I'm not going to go home and then come all the way back to LA for the screening. Let me just to hear what's watched, what's gone. Oh, Jurassic World Dominion. Dominion. I like dinosaurs. You know, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard. How much worse can this movie be than Fallen Kingdom? Because I saw Fallen Kingdom in college, like for like just at the crib. And it was like I saw for free in school and it was like the worst film I've ever seen. Like I wanted a refund for watching a free movie. That's how bad it was. And so I'm coming to you, Arjuna. Don't you, don't you, don't you, you know, hurry about that. Don't you worry about that. And I watch it and I was like, so yeah, let me just go see Dominion. Like it can't be that bad. It was awful. It it was legitimately uh, terrible. I still don't, well, I still don't think it's as bad as Fallen Kingdom. I think Fallen Kingdom was like disgustingly horrendous, like just an affront to filmmaking as, as a whole. But this movie was pretty close. Like, my God. The greatest sin you could ever possibly commit in movies is making dinosaurs boring. But because it's not... No, Steve, it's not that they make the dinosaurs boring. Like, it's, 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 Jurassic, it's a Jurassic Park movie. Jurassic World movie. It's not that the dinosaurs are boring. It's like the dinosaurs aren't, like, don't affect the plot at all if they're not, like, monsters or whatnot. The main thing that we focused on, the main thing we learned about, the main thing that we engaged with in this film, not dinosaurs, it was locusts, man. Locusts. That was the thing that set the whole movie in motion. That was the thing. Look, frankly, I have no good things to say about this film other than the fact that the original three came back, Alan Grant, uh, Laura Dern's character, and uh, Ian Malcolm were all there, and it was nice. They they were the B-plot, and they were more interesting and even then, it was two pack of cheeks, bro. It was bad. <laughs> like maybe, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't love myself enough to have the assertion to be like, "Hey, man, maybe I shouldn't spend you know twelve dollars on this movie." It did give me free Sirius XM for four months, though. Which Is that I true? It did. They gave when you I free Sirius XM for yeah. The- <laughs> All right. Well, because I'm like, hey, you- wait, wait. They gave you what? Free Sirius XM because I bought it online. You bought you yeah. bought a tick. Man, they're just giving that away. They're just giving that away. It was nuts. Man. But yeah, that movie, uh, the movie stunk. And um, <laughs> so if you're listening to the sound of my voice, love yourself. Do anything else. Go see your family. You know, call your mom. You know, water your plants. Watch Paint Dry, but don't watch Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, like, dude, they spent, I don't know if you guys have seen Fallen Kingdom, but they spend like the entire movie worrying about that freaking clone uh, teenager who in the first film let all the dinosaurs out and she was like, they're just like me. I was like, cool. So you just like let dinosaurs loose on the world because you feel kinship with some lizards? What's wrong with you? You can't waste Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum like that. Well, they did. They did pretty pretty hard. Movie stinks, man. You don't like it? No. I like a lot of stuff. But not that. Don't like that. Bullet Train. Oh, I'm All back. right, Steve. Back. Steve, get your takeoff. Um, I think Brad Pitt is not a leading man, and I'm going to explain this. I think he is better served as the side guy that is bouncing off the straight man. I think we see it in Ocean's Eleven. I think we see it in Twelve Monkeys. I think we see it in some of the best movies that he's in. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The list can go on. Uh, I had a fun time with Bullet Train. I just, I don't really, 
think that it's anchored too much with Brad Pitt's performance. Again, this movie is like a funny, fun, dumb assassins on a train movie. I'm not going to expect too much out of it, but I just, I, mm, I really feel like Brad Pitt could have been somebody wackier in this movie. And I might've had a bit more fun with it. See, here's the thing. I don't disagree with your overall take, but in this film, I think he played perfectly. Not only that, I'm going to go ahead and say this is the second best film I saw in theaters all year. Whoa. I had so much fun in this movie. Interesting. Okay. From start to finish. I I would say it was fun enough. It was fun enough. Nah, see you underselling it. Lemon and Tangerine were the two best characters I saw, like outside of Top Gun Maverick, that I saw in a theater this year. Every, Every single conversation, every single engagement, like even made me feel something where it was laughter or pain or sadness or love. And Brad Pitt plays off everybody well because he he's the only person who's like got like any sense, like any brain sense. Like, hey, man, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. But yet he's like also involved in the chicanery. It was like, again, from beginning to end, just a thrill ride that I loved every single second of it, even though at the end, it looks like they like just bought like it was like a the world's biggest green screen. And they were like Sandra Bullock and Brad Pitt just riffed for five minutes. That that looked rough, but it was perfect. I loved it. Not as big a fan of Bullet Train. Bullet Train was a fun time in the movies. I didn't dig Black Brad Pitt's performance in Bullet Train at all. I thought it was the, the weakest part of the it. It was movie. just flat. I mean, it I, was I, a little I flat. Yeah, I don't. And again, I think that was that's part of the that's part of the thing, right? He's supposed to be like trying to find level, like literally trying to flatten himself out. So for him to be like, hey, maybe we should take a step back and not be, you know, all too wild. Like, that's his whole thing. I get it. I didn't it. think I that, get that, it. Was, that was, like, here, on here are Here are a list of movies, though, where Brad Pitt is the lead. Legends of the Fall. Okay. Okay. Seven Years in Tibet. Uh-huh. Meet Joe Black. I'm not even going to count seven because he shares the screen with... He shares with, it with Morgan Freeman. Morgan yeah. Freeman. With Morgan, with Morgan Freeman. Troy. I th- that was he's for sure the lead in Troy's for wild, sure the lead yeah. he's, for, he's for sure the lead in Troy <laughs> okay. for sure the lead in Troy um, I'm gonna leave out Mr. and Mrs. Smith they're sharing <laughs> the lead there okay. great um, movie The Curious Case of Benjamin Button I'm talking uh-huh. about he's it's all him mm-hmm. Curious Case Moneyball I, he was good in Moneyball he was very good in Moneyball I mean he's good in a lot of movies he's fucking Brad Pitt I know yeah, yeah. <laughs> World War Z underrated movie at this point, I am going to stop. Oh, I mean, you, did you guys ever see Fury? I liked Fury. Ad Astra. Ad Astra like, was meh. I like Ad Astra. But again, but it's like the, the, those for me never like none of those movies. I don't think outside of like seven, but like rank in like some of the all time Brad Pitt performances that like we talk about to this day. Not Benjamin Button. Eh? Wow. Okay. Not really. Okay. Not like Troy. You don't fucking like Troy. I mean, is that is that going to hold a candle to like Rusty in any of the Oceans movies in anything yeah, that he did in fucking, Twelve Monkeys or anything better. that he did? In- First of all, there's no lead if, if he's not. The, so George Clooney's the lead in 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 in. But like, I don't know if if you're going to give George Clooney the lead for for uh for Oceans Eleven, I should be able to say that Brad Pitt's the lead of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, you could, but like, he's at least like co-chairing a lead in the in the best movies that he has. Because like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, fantastic performance of his. Like Interview with a Vampire, like co- like holding that up with Tom. He's Cruise. the lead of Interview in the, of Interview in the Vampire. He is the lead. He is so in Interview with the Vampire. Brad Pitt is the Danny Ocean of <laughs> of, of of that movie. He's in the movie with Tom Cruise playing. He's the lead of that movie. He's the lead of Interview with the Vampire. I wouldn't call him the lead in Snatch. No. Like, but like, I, I think of the ones that I, that I like really dig him in, like he's like either co-leading or not that lead. And I, I think it's, I just think it's a little interesting. Burn after reading. Fuck. Like, like that was so good of him. Yeah. But, I mean, those are ensemble movies that you're talking about. Fight Club. He's, sure. he's, he's a with support. Edward Norton. That's like, he's like, a, that's no, no, no. He's not the lead in that. Edward Norton's certainly the lead. Yeah. Even though they're both playing the same character. Sure. But, you know. Assassination of Jesse James, maybe, but like that's a nah. That's definitely. I, by the way, I love great that. movie, amazing uh, movie. I love that movie, but that's that's got to be uh, Casey the Weirdo Affleck. Yeah, as the. Uh, uh, just, it was an interesting thought experiment that I had with Brad Pitt movies. I don't like, disagree. Do I like I'm just, I was yeah. just throwing it out there. I don't disagree. I will let the audience judge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. Man, so good. Such a, such a, I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I, you know, tapped in. Everybody was like, yeah, you got to go see it. So made my way to the theater. And it was a spectacular film. Very su- surprising about how emotional it was. I did I, not expect that at all. And I loved every me second on my of ass. it. Yeah, Absolutely man. knocked me on my ass. I, I think like the, the Daniels are like probably like coming up in like the YouTube era of filmmaking uh, and like kind of like really like tapped into like some absurdist notions when it comes to making movies. Uh, I think that their creative spark is like just so bright and incredible to see with this movie. Like I, I'm, I'm so stunned with what they did with this. Uh, it's like the most movie I've ever seen. It's like it, it's got like the it's it probably has like uh, like on a scale with RRR like it has like kind of almost every like emotional beat you could ever have in a movie mm-hmm. crammed into one and sometimes that works for some people sometimes it doesn't it like it worked like a charm for me it was it was absolutely incredible this is what I would say me and Kalika went through the is this as good as everybody said mm-hmm. it is at first and then all of a sudden goddamn man yeah what was that moment for you. I can't remember, but it just, the performances are so great. Joe Butupaki. Oh. My man, Shore mm. Round is back. Let me give these actors their due. Because the reality of the situation is the movie just, at the end of the movie, I was just a wet noodle of emotion. It rips, it, man. It, it's just, it, it was so fucking crazy. Now, Kalika had some problems with, she didn't like the fact. That, I don't know if you talked to her about this, Steve. She said she didn't like the fact that the woman was portrayed in the way she was. <laughs> well, I I think that was an interesting uh, an interesting thing. Well, like to to know that um, again, we're we're spoiling everything here, but like uh, to know that like ultimately, like she had to be the one that changes for the sake of the universe being whole. Yeah, and knowing that like it, like uh, the, the woman has to change in order to fix everything and i like that that was essentially like kalika's, that. kalika's take kalika's beef. and that's probably I, my fault though that probably has less to do with the movie and more to do with me well but but like i think it's an interesting notion because like it, it's to know that like it, like she like 
that her uh, that Evelyn's character is like the quote unquote worst version of herself. Yeah. Like this is the lowest that that character has been in all of the iterations of all universes of all things. And to know that like she has nowhere to go but up and nowhere to look but up for herself and for her family and for her daughter and everybody. Uh, I think that that was kind of the notion that the movie was trying to give, but I think that's certainly valid opinion. I agree. I, and I, and I think that like, it's, it, it's so, so beautifully poignant. Like I, the, where, where I like absolutely lost it was uh, the, the, the line, like I would have like in another life, I would have loved doing laundry and taxes with you. Like I, I just, Oh yeah. It's fucking, dope. It's pain. Incredible. Cause, cause he looks so suave when he's, he's saying like, that. He's fucking Don Draper in yeah. the rain, just like smoking Michelle a cigarette, Yo, like Jamie knowing Luther's, that like Stephanie who, yeah. In the last scene, he was just like this like guy in a fanny pack, like groveling to his wife. And now he's just like a fucking man in a suit with like hitting on Michelle Yeoh. Like, Do you know what worked for me? Rakakuni. I don't know why. Rakakuni so was so. I don't know I why like, Rakakuni worked for me. Like, Rakakuni. Like, where does this movie get like, off? Like, I think that <laughs> I'm like, because of Bozeman, I'm obsessed with animals. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, God damn. Uh, every time they would cut back to Rakakuni, I'm like, Please go figure out Rakakuni and all and of these. And they're like running like in the parking lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. so funny. Like, they, the, this movie had people putting butt plugs in themselves to learn Kung Fu and made me cry over rocks. Right. Yeah. The <laughs> rock rocks. scene was great. Rock so scene great. was so beautiful. So great. Where they're so like, great. let's just sit here because it makes sense. Like, yeah. oh my God. Hot dog fingers? Nasty. Hated it. Beautiful. Hated it. I Beautiful. didn't like any. Nope. Hated it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Made me comfortable. Just nah. hated it. I'm not going to hold hated you. Hated it. Every <laughs> time I saw it. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, man. When they bite into it and ketchup and mustard come out, I almost vomited <laughs> in the theater. Mm-hmm. I was like, like I, I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. It's making me sick now. <laughs> it's time for a category with only one entry, in my it's opinion. TV shows. And in Europe. <laughs> TV it's not shows. Better Call Saul, so, <laughs> sorry enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I like Better Call Saul, but that Breaking Bad take is fucking out of here. I'm ready to litigate that. Uh, on, but, on Midnight Court? You can't tell. Better, come on, man. I think you Joanna can't. might join you in, in the opposition for, for Midnight Court. So Better Call Saul, she says yes, it is, or no, it's not. I, I, I'll get her official opinion uh, from it, but I think she, I know that she likes the finale of Better Call Saul better than the finale of Breaking Bad. I know that for sure. Better call Saul. Saul. Uh, shows <laughs> of the summer. <laughs> it's only one show. Yeah. It's the best new TV show in years. The Bear. Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. Yes, Jeff. Yes, Jeff. <laughs> I don't understand how a show sets that high a quality bar and doesn't miss a scene. A scene? Yeah. You mean tell nothing. me you don't have a you don't have a you don't miss a scene? They they do one 20 minute long episode all in one shot that is one of the most outstanding television achievements I've ever seen before in my life. Yes. It's wild. A scene, you don't miss a scene? It's nuts. And that's the thing. Like this show was nothing but good word of mouth after the fact. I heard from one person that like you should see this. Like I was sold on the Chicago of it all because like that was like the one thing. Like it was guy from Shameless and set in Chicago again. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Uh and like it was this slow like internet like simmering pot of hype where like they're like oh like hot hot dirty guy is is the chef uh, an amazing one or episode and then 
John Bernthal cameo for no that reason. like blows the doors off of the entire show. Like incredible. Just put them in there to, to bust our heads open. Well, and that's the thing. Like the, the beauty of that, like one cameo is the fact that like they always talk up that brother, like in the entire show. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? Like, are we ever going to see him? Like what? Like what makes that brother so special? Like how could he like carry an entire room and just making him John Bernthal? Is like okay, great. You you've sold it. Like that's exactly why. Mm. It's perfect. It's a perfect show. I can't wait to see what season two could possibly bring. But that's the thing, though. Like if they never made another season of that show, I'd be perfectly happy. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> say that that's not a perfect single. Steve, say that that's not a perfect single circle it. of a story. Play it, play it, play it. Jesus, man, I'm so mad. You you don't think you don't think that if you don't think that that's like a perfect like single circle of a story. You gotta it run could it back, be, bro. but we gotta, gotta bring that back, dog. Gotta run it back. I know, that, I know that. I know that. But like, you know it's how much, the business is. You know how TV can be nowadays. That like people de- just get. It's too much depressing shit going on in the world for us not to get another season of the bear. I understand that. I understand that. But like, with the way that the world is, and with the businesses being like, okay, well, the bear flopped. Like, didn't do the numbers, all that stuff. Did like, the bear flop? No, no, it didn't. But like, I could easily so what are see you a talking world. About? I'm just saying, I could easily see a world where this like perfect little jewel box of a show was just left underappreciated and nah, never got baby. a second no season. No chance. No chance. Nah, baby, we're not gonna freaks and geeks this one. Good. No. And I'm very glad. I'm very, very glad. <laughs> we not. But like, not. man, this was like a perfect little thing. And nah, like, I'm man. so happy that we get more. I'm so happy. I'm happy that we get too. More. Well, why don't you act like you're happy then? I am. And happy. Stop trying to call on for one season of the bear. I'm not calling on for one season. That's of what the you bear. just said. That's what you so just, just said. I'm saying that if they're if they're if in a terrible world, terrible timeline where we never got a season two, I'm still so happy that we got that one season. All right. That's what I'm saying. Not what you said, but for sure, it's weird. It's like damn, I mean, that's It's kind of me like you don't want more of the bear. What are you, some kind of closet bear hater? No, I love hate the bears? bear. You hate bears. You don't like it. I'm from Chicago. I rooted for the Bears. I don't know. But I see, that's another reason why. I think you're afraid that this show takes the... That I, I think you're afraid to be the second best white boy from Chicago now. Well, you I mean, were listen, number one. It, very low you, bar to clear, but you, you were You were number one. Bill Murray had abdicated his throne a long time ago. Like, you you were number one, and now Bear Man came in. What's his name? Jeremy Allen White. Jeremy Allen White. Jeremy Allen White is his name. Now, ch- bust this. What about him as Wolverine? Guy asked the question. Uh, I think it's. Fu- I think that's a fair choice. Uh, and then we could easily just do uh, Richie as Sabretooth. Richie as Sabretooth. Nah, man. Richie yeah, cousin in there as Sabretooth. The best line ever. And a uh, line that made me really feel you uh, 4chan QAnon, for- yeah. Snyder Cut motherfuckers. I was like, God That's damn. Great. Am I, I'm like, am I a Snyder Cut motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I th- am I, I'm not a Here's 4chan the- QAnon, but am I, I, I definitely was kind of a Snyder Cut motherfucker. I was Here's not. Here's the thing about Richie. I was not. I love how he's like a secret nerd because he like randomly will reference like Philip K. Dick and like say like, what's up, you fucking replicants? And stuff like where he's like, he's trying to like hide that he's not like kind of either like a book or science fiction nerd kind of. And I love that. Uh, an incredible little character. Great, great lines from him. God. Yeah. All right. Good. You guys, that is it. It's not done. We're not done. We are done. Van, you had a take before what we started recording. Take? What was the take? The Rebels take. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Star Wars Rebels is better than Avatar The Last Airbender. See, I'm just I, gonna I'm just gonna And so see here's the thing, because you like they're both great shows, right? Like let's <laughs> not even let's not even like cap, right? Both excellent television shows, right? I do think they occupy a different space, but we don't have to like that's way too in the weeds. Ultimately, I think you come up short, pal. Ultimately, that's I, th- it? I, th- I think it's close. I think it's I think it's really close. It's the thing. It, it, there's there's been a part. How far have you gotten in Avatar? Where did you stop? Third season. Third season. Yeah. That, I'm, so, enjoy, okay, I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying it. It's a great show. Fun. But I got back into my Rebels bag. Uh-huh. Rebels is perfect Star Wars. I'm gonna be honest with you. Rebels is Rebels is perfect Star Wars to me. Rebels is perfect Star Wars. That, a story that's, with Jedi that's not about the Jedi. A story that takes every single character on an arc. Rebels is perfect Star Wars. Perfect I'm just, Star Wars. I'm so I'm so fascinated that like Avatar just hasn't like locked in with you. I, it, like there, might, there hasn't it, it, been a part where like it's like it's stuck and you're just in. It might for the be rest a touch it. too, Kitty. Maybe. What? It might mm. it, it might be a touch. Avatar is great. I'm not hating on Avatar. I don't want no, no, to know, no. guys. It <laughs> might be a touch too, Kitty. It's interesting Touch. because like there there would have been a time by now where you're just like absolutely locked in like there's nothing that's going to distract you from finishing this story and like th- th- it might not have stuck the spaghetti might not have stuck you're on season three I don't know the specific episode but then you've I mean arguably to me you've gotten past the best episode of the series already so which is the best like, episode of the series to you um, Crossroads of Destiny. Crossroads of Destiny. It's the finale of season two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I saw that. Right, yeah. Yeah, like that's that's the best uh, episode of the series to me. Crossroads. I just think about Bone Thugs and Harmony, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The end of... Y'all are nuts. I don't know. I love Rebels. Like, I think... I mean, Rebels is... I mean, Rebels is better than Clone Wars for the simple fact that, like, it's just tighter. They're telling one story. You know, I love, like, the highs of Clone Wars are special. But just, like, if you're talking as a whole... You got to go with Rebels. Um, but I don't really see it. Like Avatar, like it, it, it's just it's just different. I think the reach of Avatar and what it means to a lot of people and the themes that it explores puts it on a much different wavelength than Rebels, even though I understand where you're coming from. That's why I'm not like too mad about it because I, I see the vision, but I just can't get there. I just, I I just can't get there. I feel you. I feel you. All right, guys, that is a wrap on the show today, which was a very fun show to do. Hopefully, Charles is somewhere pouring sriracha down his back. <laughs> My God, man. So the kind of stuff he does. I don't know what kind of freak. Man, what I kind want to of know freak? his brands. Is he like a Tapateo guy? Is what, he a, what did you say? Tapateo. Say that again. Tapateo. Oh, jeez. Tapateo? Is that not out? Go Steve. cook this man. Cook this man in the Steve. comments. Steve, oh, no. say it again. Say it again. No. Say, it for, say it one time. Say, no. Steve, no, say no, no. it for the people. Say, say it for the I'm people. I'm not saying it. It's already say, on mic. No, Steve, we just need you one more time, bro. Just one more time. Say it. What happened What happened to be nice to Steve? What happened it, to that? It's out the fucking window. Just as soon as it came. You just, you just did, it, you did it to yourself. Tapatio, you know Steve. Tapatio, Steve. Tapatio, okay. Steve. That's how, see, that's how agents do. I'm going I'm to I'm make sure I set up <laughs> my ring camera. The next time you come in my house, trying to. <laughs> All right, uh, that's a wrap. Thursday Minute Edition returns to give their thoughts on the season premiere of She Hulk. She Hulk has just received an 87% from 93 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I honestly thought it would be a little higher. I love She Hulk. It I might actually, be. We'll get there. 
I love She-Hulk. Uh, Friday, House of R is previewing House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sunday, Talk the Thrones makes its return with Chris, Chris Ryan, CR Army. Chink. Mal and Joe give you their instant reactions to House of the Dragon. And Tuesday, the House of R will give their deep dive to House of the Dragon credits. Our producer is Steve, the architect Almond. Jomi Adinaran is on social. Hashtag Jomi in the line, rock your body in time. <laughs> All right, man. Come on. Joan in the line. Rock your body in time. Okay. I, I believe, believe you. See what you rock your rock body, body in time. time. Okay. Steve, if you was tapped in, you would have made like a high school musical two joke because okay. today Dude, is, we've got uh, infinite we amounts a, yes. of jokes well, for hold this. Hold on. Yeah. Today I, got, is, I got a list. Today is the 15th anniversary of High School Musical 2, and you can read my piece on why it's better than the original High School Musical right now at TheRinger.com. Check hey. it out. Man, y'all What's gonna up? read that shit, and after y'all read it, ask yourself what you're really doing with your life. <laughs> um, <laughs> additional production from Arjuna Ramgopal. We are not even going to attempt the Charles sign off today because that's for Charles. For Charles. Charles has to do the Charles sign off. Charles is somewhere right now. It's very now. hard. <laughs> it's very hard to do. Charles is somewhere right now. He's got like a, a full bottle of Louisiana hot sauce and for some reason he's dripping it down his chest like LL Cool J I don't know why I don't know why the the brunch hottie is who he is but he's got a hot sauce finish and now we know I never thought that my man would have a hot sauce finish but he does so there you go Uh, everybody one two three we are the midnight boys Just got a hot take alert from Twitter. Oh, Um, boy. He says, he says that, or she says, I'm not sure. Hot take, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is the best character going right now in the DCEU. Just real quick, what do you guys think? Um, Of the surviving uh, characters of the DCEU? Yes, (laughs) I would agree. You like that? Yeah, I think that's that's, that's not too crazy. I mean, like. It's not crazy at all. Nah. She's no, just, she, she's she the, had a couple movies, right? She got like three, four movies under her belt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I understand. I see the vision. I see yeah. the vision. I see the vision. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.